There we go. Whoa. Now we are recording. So, Tom is talking. If you are rewatching this, we'll have to just like give a cue of when they actually start. Spencer is talking to Tom right now. And but we are recording this, so I did fix it. We're going to have our bonus episode. Very good. I can't figure this out. It's starting to really irritate me. Like it is not an option for me anywhere. I mean, let me go open up a different window to try to see if it's like if, I need to clear my cache on the app, but that uh, like- no, dude. I went to byutv.org. It pops up. It says softball. That, you, uh, I, you hit the arrow one time, and then it says alumni game, and it's. So I'm I'm on the Fire TV app. Oh, that's probably why, because you got a Fire TV. Who the hell uses a Fire TV? <laughs> it's what's in my thing, man. I don't know. I'm trying to watch it on my TV while we do our thing here. Max uh, Hall looks tough. Did you see Jack DeMooney's stream of uh, of everybody handing out gear today? Uh, I saw it, but I didn't have a chance to watch it. So, surprising to, I mean, literally nobody. Uh, as they were, like, everybody was getting their gear, everybody's kind of catching up. And there were two guys. There were two guys that were there trying to stuff as much crap as they could into bags. Those two guys, Reno Mahe and Tavita Ofungawe. Who we love. We love T.O. We love Reno. But I did laugh at just like the irony that it's those two, you know, want to, to, to take as much stuff as they possibly could. I kind of thought that was funny. The, okay, so we do have uh, Tom's about if you are trying to rewatch this thing, we are right here where Tom, the, the referee is there. We got Federick. We got Hall. Who else? We got Robbie Bosco out there with Tom. Tom's about to do the coin toss. We got David Almodova out there on the field. It is they're trying to do this like a full a full thing. And Tom just tossed the coin. So there you go. You should be able to sync up now. Federick's got uh he's got some man manhandle, muffin top little hands. Don't we all? I mean he yes, is I just, he is truly one of us. <laughs> I just didn't expect it because like Federick is the quarterback and then he disappeared, you know, like I haven't really heard from him in twenty years. Yeah, I wonder uh, what his dad is up to these days. Is That's he still I still on that No, he sold it after after uh, Kevin left the team. He sold it. I mean, probably uh, a smart decision. But the the blue the navy team has won the toss, and their captain Max Hall is elected to receive. There is the referee just announced that there will be a sack clock. So I think it's, but I think just based on looks alone and just overall physical fitness, uh. I, I think I got to go with the blue team, uh, the Navy team here. There, it is very slanted of like Lavelle era versus Bronco era, which is not fair because the Bronco era is legitimately a decade younger. And right. it's, I don't think like Federick looks terrible given the fact that he's like 50 plus years old, right? I mean, Max right. looks, I mean, given Max is obviously, Max is yoked. He's put on weight, but good weight since he left. He's big into working out, he's a gym rat now. And he, you know, for a 40-year-old, he's looking, you know, he's more fit than your average 40-year-old. But I don't think Federick necessarily looks bad. He just looks like a normal dude. Yeah. Right? Uh, Brandon Ogletree flashed across the screen, and he looks bigger today than he ever did playing. And he was a big dude when he was playing. He looks yoked. I don't even, what is he up to with his life now? I well, He started that paywall site, break it down film, and then all the subscribers subscribed, and then he stopped doing it. Uh, last, <laughs> last yeah, me, I'm gonna spend a lot of time on LinkedIn today, trying to figure out what 
these uh, what these former players are doing. Brandon Ogletree has not updated his LinkedIn, and it currently says that he is a student at Brigham Young University. So I'm going to go ahead and say he is not a student. Doesn't seem And he's like going to be doing right. something else. I mean, what are the odds? Like, if you were Vegas, is the betting favorite that he works at Domo? Probably. That just feels like everybody does, right? I thought there's anything wrong with that. Uh, James Dye wearing the original 96 jersey. Like, he's not wearing the, 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 uh, the knockoffs that were handed out today. And there's my guy, Devin Mahina, who he was robbed when he was at BYU. He should have been allowed to have a long hair or a beard and a long hair ponytail the whole time. The fact that he couldn't have that during his time at BYU is, I believe, why he didn't make it in the NFL. The, I mean, he was banged up just constantly. He broke his neck. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, he broke his neck, and that kind of derailed him. Like, he had, he was starting to work his way into a starting spot, and uh, that was where that was where things went yeah, south. Yeah, you break a neck, it's not going to be... Oh, I like how Tavita... Tavito Fengawe has his jersey number that they gave him. says 246, because well, he, he was Mr. Irrelevant. Oh, they do have a couple young bucks. So we got Kavika Fanua out there on the Royal team. Just give him the ball. Give him the Dude, ball. Dude, who is that behind? Who is standing next to a... Uh, I can't even tell who that is. Right behind Tavita. The guy with the backwards hat. Who's wearing number 18? Talking to Spencer Need. That, uh, that, uh, he looks, that truly looks like one of us. <laughs> the it's the like do you see who i'm talking about with the little goatee in the background yeah, standing behind colby know. pearson is that eric drage i don't i literally cannot tell okay this is we are jeff this is our broadcast debut go tell your friends people this is fun max go tell your friends we're not, we're not doing oh right come now. on and right over the middle throwing it is that to uh, uh that's my guy uh, that was your that's your guy devin mahina with the deep post over the middle is about like 15 17 yards downfield i mean max hit him square in the hands wait a minute they're breaking out of an actual playbook yeah actual playbook what is happening we got See, look, if you just look at this, I feel like out the gate, right? Like, you got Mitch Matthews, Devin Mahina, McKay Jacobson, and Cody Hoffman. And Curtis Brown is your – I mean, running backs are kind of pointless here. If we're going one-hand touch, the running backs are going to be worthless in this. But there – I think just the Royal team is going to have a hard time playing defense and sticking up with them and keeping up with them, and that's exactly what they're doing. The Navy team is – Two for two, just trying to push the ball downfield because they know this is going to be extreme. Air it out. Oh, Cody looks tough with those with those dreads, like those the tiger stripe cornrows that he's got. Is that a if tiger you, stripe? Good for him. I mean, it's a little different. It's new. Um, so McKay Jacobson, after he left, I was just looking at it. so McKay Jacobson. He went back to Dallas. He got his MBA at SMU. So good job. Go get that rich cocaine money. And you know worked at Goldman, and now he is the he's the director at FTI Consulting. It says that he is the director of corporate finance and restructuring at FTI uh, Consulting. So, so he is he is one of us. 
He is one of us, truly, and he is a desk jockey, just like the rest, uh, just like the rest of us. But good for him. I mean, it's a, you know, he's getting out there. Oh, he's getting a little run in the backfield as well. Mitch Matthews will probably quote himself after, you know, he'll probably take a picture and post it, quoting himself <laughs> somehow on this and put it on his Instagram. That catch against Nebraska, the Hail Mary, like that is, where does that fall in BYU football lore? Like Ooh. that catch is, that's got to be one of the most underrated plays. Like I get it that Nebraska ended up being not that I good. Is that underrated be, though? Oh, I think so. I think it's got to be like, it's got to be up there with just like the gravity of the game. On ESPN, opening day, that has top seven plays in BYU football history. I yeah, uh, I think just the. I mean, if you look at actual game-winning hail marys, the, there's only two of them. You have that and the Miracle Bowl. Those are your only right. two. Well, I guess I mean you do have like oh no, and not a hail mary, but you have Utah in 06 and 07. Right, the fourth and eight, yeah, fourth and eighteen, big play, and then obviously back to Harlan. So well, if you're looking at plays, right, like you've got like uh, Steve Young against Missouri with the halfback pass, like you've got other legendary plays that maybe weren't hail marys, and you got like defense stuff, you know, like there's a ton of defensive plays out there that are are legitimate, like uh, um, oh, why am I drawing a blank? Who was the linebacker, the safety that? That jumped over the the line of scrimmage and Kyle Morrell against yeah, Hawaii. Kyle oh, Ooh. and who that was Trey Die tried to jump. Uh, a, Trey Dye, he, I thought it was I thought it was James, but that's Trey playing. That is that Trey, case. but it looks like he's yeah he's wearing James jersey and he. Uh, that's legit. Devon Devon was out there. I and still I will never ever 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 forgive Robert and I for giving. Remington Peck the chance to throw a touchdown yeah. instead of guaranteeing that Devon Blackman got one measly touchdown catch on senior yeah. day. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Uh, how do we get more people here? Well, we got to figure out a way to tell the people. So uh, the I gotta say, I mean, I get that Max is coaching. You know, I was right. He's an offensive coordinator. His program went to the open division playoffs this year, so they were one of the top eight or ten programs in all of Arizona. And so he's out with the guy slinging it a little bit, but I, he's still got an arm. Like he still looks pretty good. Oh yeah, I mean he. Always I'm really. Good. Yeah, I mean it's he. Uh, he. <laughs> he always, I mean, I wonder what that age, like at what age do you hit where it just kind of drops a little bit, right? Like it just doesn't, doesn't quite, you, no matter what you do, you can't hang. <laughs> I don't know. For me, it was 27. <laughs> was I think for me, it was like 16. Oh, this, that's oh, there we go. Block. Yeah. How long? And he's not even throwing, he's throwing to Alani Fua. That's we got linebackers. No. Yeah. That was. A solid five or six seconds. I don't know what is. Brandon Badley has a very nice beard going on. Throw the flag, ref. That's a sack. I want Team Royal to win because they're a thousand years old. I mean, they got a couple of young bucks. So Team Royal has Colby Pearson. They just had a, a, a Lonnie Fua just blew past the Levahifo there on 
on that. I do enjoy too that the uh, that Max is out there with an actual playbook. Like he is taking this very very seriously. They should have done a little giant style where they all had to write the plays on their stomach. <laughs> every every player gets to contribute one play, and yeah, that's all, what you. They've all got the fat, you know, the fat little chubby tummy like the rest of us do. It would have been perfect. There's Taysom Hill. I get why he's not playing, but now that he's a tight end, like, what do you got to lose, Taysom? For reals. What is his... David Nixon playing? I didn't see him. I don't remember if he was on the list or not. He is. He is. So Sister Emily there to watch. They should move farther back for this conversion. Two yards? That's, like, that's basically free. Oh, that was not a good throw. Man, by man, Max. I banned the end zone fade. It should be Ill, like if I could change any rule in football, it would say I'd say no end zone fades. Yeah. Well, at least not to Devon Blackman because he's cursed. He's never going to catch a ball in the end zone. It might be true. It's not his fault. He can't he can't argue with the football gods. It's so weird to me that I mean, still to this day that Cody Hoffman ended up at BYU. Was the when well, I guess he started so what well, he redshirted in 2009. So Max's senior year, 2009 was my freshman year. I actually sat next to Cody Hoffman in my mission prep class in 2009. <laughs> What's happening here? How do they still have the ball? They call it, I don't know. Oh, uh, did most... he not score? He didn't score. Oh, okay, there's the touchdown. Now I get it. Still should have thrown it to Blackman. Did, why? I mean, it was just a little. Little hitch right over the middle. Give that yeah. to Devon. Okay, Mitch is just showing off now. What hey, is that good hoodie pub. that Mitch is wearing? Too many that's, logos. That's on what that I was thing. gonna say. That's a Royal Army brand hoodie, so good pub for them. I mean, it's. I guess you gotta support Royal Army with, uh, you know, with Ben is playing, Criddle's playing well, he's in the on game. Your team, yeah, you have to. Uh, and, by and the I way, we did release on the Give Him Hell Brigham store a new shirt today. That Provo is dope. Uh, and that is a direct quote from Walker Lyons, correct? Yeah, yep, that's a that's a four-star, pushing five-star tight end that says Provo is dope. So we have cemented that moment in BYU football lore uh, by selling the Provo is dope shirt. There is a little watermark of... Oh, oh come on. Yeah, he had his feet down and it hit him square in the hands. That's two bad drops. For... Uh, you know what that play was right there. That, that was, was the same play he ran against Oklahoma. That was the they route. did that, that on was, purpose. Yeah, absolutely. That was a repeat of Oklahoma in Jerry World. That was at the back of the end zone. That absolutely was. That's funny. Okay, K Fed. Here we go. Yeah, he does. He just looks like a dad at the Turkey Bowl right now. But he's gonna do good, man. Kevin Federer. I hope he goes deep. Who's who's their receivers? They got Drage. Who else have they got? Uh, Chad Lewis. Uh, he's not gonna be fast enough. Uh, Aleva, they got Aleva, man. Oh, okay, deep to Aleva. Aleva can cook. He, I, I mean, Aleva. He, Aleva went. You know, he's only two years removed from playing. He was on a practice squad last year. Uh, yeah, and I think he probably will get another shot this year if he tries. He might step away and say the practice squad money isn't worth it. He can go get a job. Right. Kevin Federick. Oh, a pump fake. To the seven-yard pass. Okay, well, this... I don't even know who is... I can't... I don't even know who that is. Uh, that... That's Nuno, right? Carlos Carlos Nuno. Dude, that's a name I have not heard in a very, very long time. 
that's the first guy I haven't legitimately haven't recognized. Oh, Colby Pearson's out here too. So do, I mean, do the, you remember when uh Jaron Hall debuted his gold chain and we were kind of freaking out because our quarterback was wearing a gold chain? Yes. Uh K Fed is here wearing a gold chain. It just doesn't look quite the same. <laughs> it doesn't what do you mean, just the old guy? I feel like he needs to I feel like to wear a gold chain, he needs to put on a little bit more weight and like wear a, a shirt that's unbuttoned a little bit with, you, you, you know, yeah. have you seen that? Well, there's that one, uh, I'll have to find it often. There's a, like a meme of this, some Italian guy that was on the news once and he was like, probably weighed 400 pounds and was wearing, like he was holding a smoking a cigar while he was on TV and was wearing a big old chain and his shirt was halfway unbuttoned. That's like the it. vibe. I like. I feel like you know. I feel like Federer could lean into that a little bit. How did we not call him K Fed while he was here? I guess Kevin Federline hadn't done his thing yet. No, it was K Kevin K Fed was the new K Fet. Ah, uh, look at this. Oh, the, the pump fake. Oh, a little dump down. Oh, that's dirty. You hey, can't uh, do it. That's cheap, man. That is. I feel like you oh, got to throw the oh, ball. They're, they're they old, need to. They got an advantage. They need to go. They need to cut these ten yards. They need it needs to be twenty yards for a first down, and you got to throw the ball at least five yards downfield. Dude, they really have though. It's like Team Bronco versus Team Everybody Else. It's like they put With all like, the Kalani guys on Team Royal, all the Lavelle guys on Team Royal, and then it's just Broncos guys. Yeah. Also. Uh, let's talk about uh, Will Snowden being here and what that means. Like he's here representing BYU in the alumni game. He was jacked about it before the game. He loves BYU. There's no way that his four-star defensive back son Smith Snowden Snowden doesn't end up in Provo, right? You would think. Well, I hope so. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's kind of he. It kind of seems that he wants to stay in state, right? Uh, and Either that's... that or Stanford, I think is is kind of it. But yeah, like he's he's got to he's got to stay. So I think, and it kind of seems that it sounds from the Utah side of things that they view him more as a pure nickel, and he doesn't really fit with their look. Even though he is, you know, twenty four seven has him as a four star. He is a very good corner. They've got him, you know, pushed up a little you know, that they think he's a little undersized for what they like in their system. So I don't have the Utes offered him yet. Yeah, they have, and they like him. Uh, they'd take him if he tried to commit today, but I, I don't think he's up at the top of their, their cornerback list. Look, like Utah, they, they get defensive backs, right? So right. Uh, I, I think they'd take him. They'd be happy to take him, but I don't think that they're going to push until later if they miss on some guys. So it's a, it's a big chance for BYU. Right, because it, it it seems like it's becoming more of a trend, at least that we're hearing with a lot of guys in this 2023 class that they want to wrap it up before the season starts. I right, so. like they want to be done and just kind of make their decision, focus on their senior year, and enjoy. I have their no last idea ride. Who Federick was throwing that ball to? That that is I, that, that is was Federick to a T right there. That was Riley Nelson against. Cody Hoffman, Notre Dame, Ooh, right there. Lefty and everything. Yeah. Dude, it really is. They got everyone who played under Kalani at all is on. I guess, except for. Uh, is, well, what, is on the Royals. Was team. Colby Pearson here for a year with Kalani, or did he go. I, th- I think he was there in 2016. Ooh, Brian Keels, he's huffing and puffing, man. 
I think Brian Skills also he's an old guy. He's too yoked and in shape to be huffing and puffing like that. Ket- Federick is all about the pump fakes right here. He is. I think he has to, man. His his receivers are all too old and slow to get open on their own. Like yeah, he's throwing to Spencer Need, man. Look, he's gray. He's old. Uh, yes, Colby Pearson was a senior in 2016. Okay. Had 38 catches, 384 yards, and three touchdowns that season. KFED is using these pump fakes because his receivers can't get open. Right there. They, I mean, you got to look other. at They ran into each other, but look at Cameron Jensen mixing it up over the middle. He's, I mean, Jensen, he's a, he's a guy, right? I mean, he's a little bigger, but Jensen was never great in coverage. Right, but he was okay, but he was definitely more of the run stuffing body type. Oh, but K-Fed. he's hanging I in there. If he got he wussed out. If he if he would have had a, his arm strength of uh nineteen ninety nine, he had a touchdown on the slant to whoever it was up high, but he, he took the check down. The I think he's I'm really telling you they need to go twenty yard first downs and you can't throw it under five yards. Like it's no, nothing behind the line of scrimmage. Like you got to just be taking bombs every play. That is that guy with the goatee. That was Eric Drage. So oh, he just walked man. on the screen. He's just he's old. I I want to see him scooting up the sideline. I do too. I kind of feel like this game, this their game plan though is going to be get the ball to Pearson and oh, oh an interception by Joe Sampson. Look at him. I think that's so cool to see Joe Sampson back. It really is. I, I, the more I see it, the more I love it. Just of him coming back, being back in the program. Yeah, you made a mistake. Well, that ball it, was getting picked off by somebody there. Good night. And it was, uh, and uh, you love seeing him come back and just really getting back with the program, and you know, really just being back in the book. Because a lot of guys, the way his career ended, right? You get kicked out of school. You know, and especially when you're a hot-headed 22-year-old kid or however old he was at the time, you may think like, you know what, screw this, I don't care anymore, I'm done, whatever. But so it's really cool. And same with you know, it's great to see Fau Tahi back. Um, Tahi's he's looking pretty beefy himself. Holy crap. Uh, but you know he he had some he had some troubles a couple of years ago. But his his lot, you know, he's gotten things squared up and he's doing what he's supposed to. So it's always good. You know, we we believe in repentance here at at BYU. And you know we, it's good to see, good to see him coming back. It is Fahuta, A lot of this, man, you can credit Kalani Sataki. Whoa, Max going deep. He's got a guy. Oh, over Blackman the- can't get it. He got behind. Who's that? Is that Chris Hale? Yes, that is. That's uh, Travis Uwale. Or no, Travis Uwale. Yeah. That was a twenty-nine. It was a twenty-three. Look at Joe Sampson. That's cool to see Joe back here. Yeah, that's cool to see Joe back. Uh, I can't even remember what we were talking about, though. Uh, we well, we can talk about Max's arm on that throw. That, that was that was a pretty he, decent ball. That was like fifty yards downfield. That might be like was that as far as he could throw it when he was playing, or can he throw it farther now? Like, because I mean, he did play most of his senior year with the separated shoulder, right? He was didn't he didn't have the greatest arm strength i mean he was plenty accurate but he he could not make the throws that john beck could like john had an absolute cannon of an arm yeah right and that's why when john his adjusted like 
because they do they check the ball speed for quarterbacks at the combine and john was like 68 miles an hour or something like that and that's like when they they do some fancy math and that kind of equates to like you know he was throwing like a 95 mile an hour heater and max was plenty accurate but just had a average arm but i think he he got plenty behind that and maybe since he's put on some weight you know he's been hitting the bench a little bit his bicep you know his whole upper body's bigger maybe he can he can put on some more put a little more mustard behind it and max has a stronger arm now than he did before Look at how big fahu tahi is i mean he fahu was big even when he played because he he's a wrecking uh, ball man but i think he was listed at I mean, he was listed in the NFL. He was playing at like 260. Oh, man, Garrett, they're interviewing Puka Nakua right now. Missed opportunity by us. Uh, I have a hat, a Give Him Hell Brigham hat that uh, I've got Puka's address. He wants the hat. I want him to have the hat. I'm sending him the hat. We've talked about it, how he needs this hat. He thinks it's dope. He loves what we're doing. And he could have been wearing the Give Him Hell Brigham hat right here. But I did not send it out. That's a dis- Jeff, I'm disappointed in you. Uh, Aren't, no. Actually, I am disappointed in your wife because she is supposed to be our marketing intern for this whole operation. <laughs> yeah, that didn't, that didn't last very long. It's true. There were like four posts on Instagram. She tried. She, just, she kept asking for permission to do things, and it was like, look, no, just do it. And she didn't want to just do it. So, yeah. so uh, looking at this, Tahi... Has so he played in. I mean, it's Tahi played in the NFL solidly from 2006 to 2012. What's happening? What's happening? Kalani's on the field. We got Harvey Longy in a goat baseball jersey. We got Matt Bushman and Taysom Hill there. Who's the who is that in the maroon shirt there? I can't tell. That looks like a former player body. Yeah. But so Tahi, I mean, I don't know what he's doing. I know he was up, he was working as like a the assistant DFA, DF, uh, director of football ops or whatever at. Um, well, that's Kai. That's who that is in the maroon shirt. Oh, there's. Um, you know, Tahi, he was up working in at Utah State for a few years, but he made himself a solid like three or four million dollars in the yeah. NFL. Yeah, he did okay. Like he had a couple years where he was a lead, like considered one of the better fullbacks in the league and had a couple years where his contract was over a million bucks. Uh, yeah, he had so, Adrian Peterson on his side. Adrian Peterson said he wouldn't, he didn't want to play unless uh, Fahu was his lead blocker, so that helped. Uh, Ed Lamb just got some screen time. Do you think a game like this is going to help him understand that you need younger, faster, better talent in order to win? I would hope so. Because like Ed I mean, Lamb's maybe he gets cooked by Cody Hoffman on a route or something like that, right? Does, does that? Yeah, I mean they got Ed's over the middle trying to play the middle third, and oh. you're again, Devin. What are that, you doing, that throw, man? That throw is behind him, right? You know, you gotta be an athlete. You gotta get your hips around and make that catch. Yeah. Okay. I can't argue with it. I can't argue with it. Yeah. Team Team Navy looks like they could still play. I am disappointed. Arod stash is looking pretty good. Uh, and it's taken a full year to get to this point, but yes, it's starting. It look is looking good. good. He's got his hair. He hasn't gotten a haircut in a while. You can tell he's the, I don't want to pay for a haircut. I wear a hat every day guy. Yeah. Uh, but I think he should commit to the mullet. That uh, would be great. If you look at Max Hall, 
I think he's he'd be he'd be bald. Like he shaves his head like I do. I don't think he's got a lot up top. I mean, I don't either. I'm close to I did no, a no, speaking no, no, of shaving no. your head. Like, he'd be Costanza bald. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. Ah when but... you get when you get that aerial view of him holding his playbook. I want you to look at the buds, man. There's not many hair buds left on the top of his head. <laughs> There's not a look at that. I mean, he's got a little bit. He's got God, the yamaka going. It goes all the way to the forehead, man. It, like he's just got a little bit of a little bit of a cart path across the top. But like, there's a tee box and there's a big green. Like he's he's losing his hair, man. It's a par three right now. <laughs> this is we came for football interstaying for receding hairlines because that's the most BYU thing ever in terms of commentary. He's getting a little balder. I think that's why he shaves the head. Like I think he's trying to pass it off, like because he's just the big gym gym rat guy now, and so like of course he shaves his head. But no, no, I think he's actually bald. Brandon Ogletree with the he's got that dope Alex Caressa BYU hat that Alex has been putting together and, and selling. Uh, if you don't follow Alex on Twitter or Instagram, you should because he does these drops where he just like makes random custom BYU stuff like shirts or hats or whatever. And I think it's all completely unlicensed. But he just like does them, takes some pre-orders and, and then sells like a hundred of these you know shirts or hats or whatever. And they look good, but I think you kind of got to follow him in order to know that it's happening. So follow Alex yeah. and get a hat. Alex Cressa, another friend of the show, friend of the program, fan of the program. He is a fan. And Max, he's just, Max is just going deep again. And, oh, you know what? If somebody with one more star probably oh, would have caught yeah, that. Yep, yeah, for sure. Preston Hadley. I mean, that was also. Okay, it was. Uwala got it, it did get a hand on it. He had it on his arm. But again, another dime by Max. I mean, that was always, Max was always a gunslinger. Right, he's always pushing it, trying to push it down field. He's got Hadley trying to go deep over the middle. I should have been caught. Yeah, it's you can don't 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 try to make up excuses about how it got tipped. Like it got tipped and went straight into your hands. You know who does catch that though? Brooks Jones. Well, Brooks is about a foot taller than Hadley, so. Maybe it would have. I just wanted to work he would have been able to. I just wanted to work his name into the broadcast yeah. somehow. Dude, well, Max, Max going, going again. again. Oh, Matt, that was two. But okay, that throw that was about 53, 54 yards in the air. Um, okay, Max is not messing around. Max came to football. Uh, okay, he did not come to school right now. No, we we have we. And this is the battle I want to see of Pearson and Jacobson. Right, like kind of similar players in terms of just the speedy guy on the outside. Obviously, McKay Jacobson was a lot more highly recruited out of high school and had that great freshman year. Didn't never quite came back to the same the same level after uh, after his mission. But you know, that's the, the speedy matchup we want to see. Um, we're not talking about the midfield logo right now, but is this foreshadowing for what we might see in the future? Got uh, the, I haven't even been paying attention to they've, it. They've got the Beat Digger Cougar painted at, 50, at the 50-yard line. It's all in white, so it's not like the full-on throwback logo, but it is, right? It's just Oh, white. yeah. I've never seen I that at midfield. That. I have never seen that between midfield, and I can 1,000% get behind that. There you go. Took third time's a charm. We finally got a catch. Devin Mahina over the middle. Just kind of popped down between Reno and Trey Dye. 
And I mean, good catch for Devin, but that was just a really bad defense. I mean, you got to make a break on the ball, try to do something. I can't believe how bald Max is getting, man. Like he's it's balding enough that I think he needs to he needs to go all the way down to the skin. He can't be a head shaver anymore. He's got a picket. <laughs> uh, kudos to whoever it was. I don't know if it was David Almodova himself, somebody on his staff, whoever was making the graphics for these guys that they all used for their commitment announcements on social media. Kudos for making Jack DeMoonies in the throwback leather helmets. That was hilarious. I mean, Jack, 8 million years old DeMooney. Yeah, that was funny. Another, that should have been picked. Ooh. And Oh, and Ed, just, McKay, did he make the tackle? Oh, because it's only one. He did. It was one hand. If the, if he had to get two hands, Ed would have been cooked yeah. right there. Like, he, Ed, flat feet, no bend in his knees. Yeah. That was right. I mean, Pearson kind of sold all out in that. And he got him. I mean, I think if he, Jacobson, if he would have just committed to that corner, he probably could have got it. I don't know, man. Ed Lamb knew what he was doing. He had it all contained there. I think if uh, if this was some tackle ball, I think that Ed Lamb would have just lit McKay Jacobson up right there. All right, this is the part where Devon Blackman has to be targeted. They're down here inside, like, the 10-yard line or something. What are they? They're right at the 10-yard line. It's time to get 19 yeah. a touchdown. Come on, Max. And, Make it happen. Oh, almost picked off. Who is that over underneath? Uh, Micah Hanneman? Oh, yeah, he's still... He's, the Hanneman boys are going to be athletic until they're dead. Like, That's true. So, Micah, if Micah's playing... He got drafted. He's playing in the new USFL, which... Um, he's playing in the new USFL, which will uh, be kicking off Easter weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, where's Jacob at? I think he's starting the season in AAA, right? Let's see, Jacob Hanneman. I think he's knocking on the door of the bigs. Like I think he's on a four. He, he has had a couple. He's had a cut a little couple cup couple cups of coffee. Yeah. Well, here. Like, can't, um, can't so last. Oh, he. So he played in 20, he last played in 2019 in AAA. He didn't play in 2020. Well, I guess 2020 got canceled. There were no minor league. Um, and he did not play in 2021. He's currently a free agent. Oh, So it looks like wrong. his his career may be done. Also, I did not realize that he, they were born in Kahuku, Hawaii. Like, is there, like, how... I don't understand. Like, Kahuku has to probably be, like, per capita, the most athletic city in America. I think it does. I think it does. Like, there's the only, their total number, there's like 2,800 people. It's a tiny little city. They produce a lot of talent. I don't know what's happening because we're not listening to this broadcast. But uh, I mean, we're, we're watching D-Lo, we are con- D'Lo Mandel, Caleb Hayes, like, actually given. Giving uh, giving some lip to Coach Lamb out there on the field, and I like it. And he got Ben Criddle right there, he, 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 looking for a scoop that's going to end up on uh, nine sixty tomorrow. Cozying up to Kalani during the you know the, the downtime, you know he's trying to get some sort of a who's QB two, trying to get get Kalani in a moment of excitement. That's what Criddle's Criddle's playing the long game, and I like it. 
He's playing the long game, and he's got to put some little more effort into it. His, you know, Matt Criddle is finally a senior this year, yeah. so a lot of that information is going to dry up um, after after this people one. People don't know this. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. But there it is. Devon's going to get his touchdown. Oh, no trying to go over Ed Lamb. Coach Lamb. Who needs stars? You just need Coach Lamb. And being a foot taller than the receiver. I mean, that helps. But he's also like, is he legit 20 years older than Blackman? Uh, Probably. Let's see. Ed Lamb. Let's see. Was, Ed Lamb was a physical played. play for one hand touch. So Ed Lamb. See, see played there's Criddle at again. Criddle sucking up to the coaches again. I'm telling you. Four to ninety-six. Yes, Ed legitimately played twenty years before Devon. Ah oh, man, he's old, and now he's doing an interview on the sidelines. He's huffing and puffing. And he, that, he's that was a hell of a play. It was good. I will give that to him. It was a hell of a play. He just, you know, he was just manned up on the outside, mano a mano against Devon, who's twenty half his age, twenty years younger than him. Yeah. It was just pure grit and guts right there, uh, but but you got to guard Mitch Matthews in the end zone. That's his his second touchdown. So we're at, and his second, I mean, he, he's doing what four, five pull-ups there on the crossbar. I haven't done five pull-ups since high school. Like at a time or collectively? Collectively, period. I don't think I've done two, if I'm being honest. (laughs) I mean, why, why in my age, what on earth am I doing a pull-up for? That's true. Why would I ever need to do a pull-up? I think with both of our physical statures, us doing one pull up is more impressive than Mitch yeah, doing five. I, it, dude, there, there, there's a lot more to pull upwards. Yeah, that's a lot of weight. It's like when I do a push up, it's kind of like I'm putting up combine numbers on the bench. Uh yeah, it's like uh, we don't we're not messing around with this two twenty five stuff. I did ten. Right? I did ten push ups the other day, and I was sore for two days because that's how much weight I'm pushing up. Dude, you you still got it. You could. Try. I once went through I, a couple of years ago. I went through. I tried and I went did a hundred pushups a day for every day you for a him. month. You got him. Oh, oh one hand touch though, Curtis. Brown. Good, good tackle there from who's that? Wani Unga. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting though. Wani never played for uh, Kalani, did he? Nope, he was a Bronco guy. So, have we found a Bronco guy on Team Royal? They had to give him some. Life. He is. He is the one Bronco guy, yeah. You know, Awani, his NFL career was very strange to me because he had that season with the Jets where he started like 14 games and had like 140 tackles the, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, with the Giants, but he was slow. That was the thing is, is I remember Giants fans being like up in arms because the reason he racked up all the tackles is because he, so, he was always the guy who was targeted. Uh, he was just a step slow in coverage, and people exposed him, and I think that's why he never uh, he never lasted. Yeah, I, that the, would the dude was make a, sense. He was a heck of a tackler, and so it's what gave him a shot. If he would have been even a half step faster, I think he could have had a career. I mean, if you make him a half step faster, then he's basically. Um, if you make him a half step faster, Woo! then he is. Great catch by Lava Hifo over Preston Hadley. If you make Uwani Unga half step faster, he's Harvey Longy. Is really what you're getting yeah, at. Oh, um, Charlie Peterson was Charlie, bomb. Yeah, Charlie Peterson still not. You know, Max is by far the best quarterback in this game, and it's 
Well, you just got to get that ball out of uh, K-Fed's hands and into Chucky P's, and, and look at what's happening. Good things are happening downfield. Chuck, Good thing, and Chucky they do. Chucky P has always they can... been our favorite backup quarterback. I mean, he started a couple games. Anthony was great. Everybody wanted more Charlie Peterson. Go to the end zone, Charlie. Sure. Oh, and he's going again, again to Hefo. Oh, almost. And, and a, a PBU from Preston Hadley. Or no, that was Brian Logan. Too many number sevens on the field. We got Logan wearing seven, Joe Sampson wearing seven, Hadley wearing seven. Damn. So look at Max. Great day. 11 for 20. With a few drops in there. I really, what is, this is something that we could talk about. I am very passionate about the fact that on, in QB stats, a dropped ball should not count as an attempt the same way a walk does not count as an at bat or not as a, uh, or like a sack fly or fielder's choice doesn't count as an at bat in your batting average. Oh, okay. Like if there was either, either count it and say, Hey, this is a judgment call. Like it's an error. Like, you know, you reached on an error, whatever. So it doesn't go, but it's like you say, Hey, the receiver dropped this. It hit him in the hands. It was very catchable. Count that as an, a completion. Cause that's not the quarterback's fault or just say, Hey, if it was a drop, take that out. Like, you, you know, it, like Max should be instead of 11 for 20, should be like 11 for 16 right now. Uh, yeah, I get it. I just don't know how you define a drop because everybody defines it a little bit differently, right? I mean, it's you kind of that's why you have score guys, and that's I mean, you have the same. It's not an exact science the same way like in baseball, right? Every scorekeeper is gonna rule an error a little differently. Of like, you know, could you have legitimately got to that, or no, it was too far out of reach. You know, there's if you have an error, it's always it could be a little close of what's going to be. We do have Brandon Doman warming up and that, uh, I mean, I think we're going to see big things from Doman because he and Max have the exact same haircut. Yeah. They have the exact same haircut and it's the same haircut I got, but uh, Brandon and Max making it look like I got a head full of hair. That's really looking out for us, trying to make us, we have Ed Lamb in here now next to Chucky P at running back on the swing route. Chucky P, you got to get rid of the ball. That's a sack. That's a sack. What? So that was a, a tip. That was definitely a sack. How many seconds are they giving them? I don't know, man. That, that well, was, we got that also was seven got, or eight alligators right there for sure. That was like 40 alligators. There's too many alligators, Chucky P. You got to get rid of that ball. Um, do we have feedback? I want to get some feedback. Are Are people enjoying this? Is this something we should do? Yeah. You you can't type in the chat channel, but you can pull up our pulled hammies is the name of our game thread for this, uh, or on the game thread channel or in the general chat. I mean, it's so yeah, we got people saying that they have our sound on instead of the game sound. So I, I'm kind of having fun doing yeah, this. It so we said we'd test it out and I was a little iffy. I don't, so I, I'm kind of, this is kind of nice though. You know, I'm, I'm into it. A yeah, bit. it's kind of fun. I think that Eric Drage is wearing long sleeve garments underneath that jersey. Are, the, are those oh, a thing? Oh, so he's not, he's, he, he's not playing with the, th- the three S's or whatever. <laughs> it's, uh, he, he's dedicated. He is holier. What is it? Sport, than sport sweats and sex? Is that it? Yeah, I think uh, so. He's, he's at least down to two S's. I mean, they're probably not, but it looked like it had that little that little collar line. I don't know. Maybe we're treading on a territory we're not supposed to talk about. I don't know. 
They got to the, they got to move. This clock is running. Throw a flag. They got play a game. Yeah, I want it four, three. Oh, they call it two. Oh, they... And there are so many coaches, like active coaches on this team, Royal, and former coaches, right? You've got. And a couple actual coaches. Right, we got Hayden Griffiths that's out what there. I mean. You've got Kyle Griffiths. You've got. Uh, or Kyle, I get him confused. You, you've got. Reno was out there. You've got Ed Lamb in the huddle, and they still can't figure out how to get a playoff in 40 seconds. They're literally reading it out of the book. Oh yeah, and both. I'm impressed that both teams have an actual playbook. I don't. What is that hat that? That's his alpha. Will rec- Snowden that's his is alpha wearing. Recruits hat. Okay. It, does alpha are they like level up elites? Where do they do? They got seven on seven like teams yeah. that they run. Yeah. It's, I don't know if they have a traveling seven on seven, but it's the same deal that uh, they do right. showcases. So he, it's probably. So he probably has his own playbook, and I mean, Max probably pulled up, brought up his and Ty's seven-on-seven seven playbook that they got going at ALA, ALA Queen Creek. I wonder if they asked Ty to come back, and it was still too soon. I don't know if they did. Max posted a video of him and Ty working out, like he of him practicing to get ready well, I, for that, this. That's true. And like To is here, and Reno is here, and Kalani fired both of those guys, so. And Joe Sampson's there. He got kicked out of school. So that's what's cool about this. So look at all the num- like the number of guys. You've got Joe, uh, Gennaro. You've got Reno. Like guys that had like public run-ins with the honor code that are coming back and playing in a game like this. Like that's pretty cool to see. Yeah, and it, I mean, I mean, even then on on staff permanently, which I guess we have Joe on staff now as an analyst. But then I mean, you got Harvey Unga then too. Harvey, that's right. You, you know. Okay, Charlie, you got a guy, Charlie. Uh, there we go. So that is now it's, you got Spencer need who stereotypically like all athletes became a striker medical sales rep <laughs> after his career was done. And that was a good throw there. You know, that was a little was, off platform. Little like it was Stafford-y. a little sidearm. There was a no look. But, yeah. To we, that. Look at that. Charlie Chucky P kind of got that in there. Colby Clawson. The hero of the Oklahoma game. If it was not for Colby Clawson absolutely knocking the shit out of Sam Bradford, yeah. we would not have won that, was that on game. My mission. Without breaking, he broke Sam Bradford's collarbone, and that won us the and game. And his career. Like, Sam Bradford ended up going number one overall after that happened. But, like, he was never good again. I, what do you mean, never good again? Look at his NFL stats, man. He was just kind of eh. He was like he was he, gonna be like the next big thing, and then all of a sudden, Colby Clawson broke he, him, and he just kind of lingered around. That's true. He went number. He won the. I guess. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, that was his last year at Oklahoma. Yeah, he was done after that. Um, and he went number one overall. So it was really just his freshman and sophomore year. It was never quite the same. He did play in the NFL for eight he seasons. He played forever. Like seasons. people kept thinking he was gonna be good, but he was never good again. Yeah, I mean, he was. Complete his career passer rating eighty four and a half. Completed sixty two percent of his passes, one hundred three to sixty one touchdowns to interception ratio. Yep. So he was just kind of like he was pretty ho hum, right? There was nothing. He missed a whole season in twenty fourteen because of injury. Yeah, like he was never the Heisman winning number one guy. Like he- I mean, he did have once he he did have. Oh. Well, then he struggled thing, but in twenty sixteen in Minnesota, okay. 
He completed 71% of his passes, 3,800 yards, 20 touchdowns, five interceptions, 99.3 QB rating. That was solid. And then the next season, he started out, you know, really good. 2-0, 74% of his passes, three touchdowns, no picks in two games, but he got hurt in the second game of the season mm-hmm. and didn't play the rest of the season. And then his career was done after that. So he just couldn't stay healthy. Right. And always struggled. The craziest thing to me, and maybe this is just because, um, oh, oh and an interception off. picked off by Gennaro. And now this is heading into halftime. There's a minute 46 left on the clock. Gennaro Guilford just picked off Max Hall at the 41 yard line. So they're already in plus territory. The Royal team, they got their conversion on that awesome. So they are looking at even if they score a touchdown here, they don't even have to get the extra point. Ooh. You know, a video review that hit the ground. But, but we're not reviewing that. I mean, we're not reviewing that. And Gennaro's like 43 years God. old, man. Style points you matter can, in a flag game you, it, with 40. If you got a little bit of a Dunlop where, you're, where your stomach Dunlop over your belt, you get a little bit of extra help with the ground. Yeah, you get you get to pull that in. I mean, that, that was definitely not. It says it's No, that backing. But that other angle says it's not. We're only looking at one angle in this review. That's a catch. That's an interception. Let's go, Chucky P. Oh wait, are we are we turning it back over to K? We're we're back to we're back to Federick. Uh, man, K. Fed is just gonna dink and dunk his way down. He's here. gonna sit. He's gonna go go go. Pump fake, pump fake, and throw it oh, short oh, to somebody oh, ten yards down the field. You can't throw it at their feet, guy. Can't go to the feet, and you got a problem when you have two guys in the same place. Keep Chucky P. Back in this game. But kudos to the the BYU defensive like secondary coaches. Ed Lamb with a great PBU in the end zone. Gennaro Guilford with a pick. Preston Hadley with a drop okay. touchdown pass. Yeah, I think okay, I think we got something going here. So top of the field, we got Spencer Need out there, and then Kyle Griffiths. But on the bottom, we got Aleva Hifo in the slot and uh, Colby Pearson down low. We're talking to Gennaro, so we can't see this play. Oh, and what are you doing? Another pick by Joe Sampson. You had you, you had Brian Keel lined up on a Leva Hifo in the slot. And I don't like. We just got to throw the ball downfield, man. If you don't feel that you can throw the ball downfield, and you're too hesitant because you don't think you can get it there. You just shouldn't be here. No, I'm sorry. No. That was that was like you were throwing to Joe Sampson. You got to get Chucky P back in that game, dude. It's bench bench QB one. We got to get the backup here. And now this is a big opportunity to, for to extend that lead. And I think we're gonna see try to push it deep to Devon or McKay Jacobson right here. You know, after the big turnover, after a turnover, your first shot has to be down the field. Oh, Doman. Oh, is this? Oh, we going? We got Doman in. Now, so Max has put on his coaching cap. Let's go deep. Doman with a ball spin. He, Doman, he, sorry, Brandon, you, you're struggling with that deep out there. That was, there was not a lot of mustard on that, uh, on that throw at all. You know, he was drafted, which is, he was drafted to think about in the fifth round. And that was a good job. I mean, Trey Die was not a corner, but, you know, we got a little six-on-six six here with uh, Diane Jacobson going back and forth. It's cool to see Brandon Doman back, too. Another guy who was let go. Yeah. 
Oh, oh there we go, Mahina. Mahina. Okay, so he's getting down. They got a minute left. They're what about just outside the red zone? Uh, Devin's looking thick, and I can say this is his friend. I think he's looking pretty thick, isn't he? Like man weight, yeah, not he like. Is. I mean, he looks like he's in good shape, and he still does his uh, he does his training at Lehigh. Uh, what does he call it? Athletic Republic, I think, is what it is. And they so he oh, he opened a gym, right? He's like the owner there. He's a co- <coughs> he's a co-owner. Uh, it's a, I can't remember who it is that he runs it with. It's a bunch of athletes, uh, like former athletes. They do a really good job. Uh, they have a bunch of college players that come in from ver- for various sports. But he's looking like, and maybe it's good way. Maybe he's just like bigger than he once was. I don't know. But he's looking thick. Uh, I feel like there's a delay of game here. Where's our play clock? I don't know. This is the cl- oh, I think they just called a timeout ah, to stop the clock. Get you. So we got. I mean, I think is Brandon Doman. I believe that Brandon Doman is a stake president now in Pleasant See, Grove. See, that was the reason that Brandon Doman was never going to be able to to take off in his career. He was called as a bishop. While he was the offensive coordinator. And you know what that is? Like, we're going to tread on some, some sacrilege here. Because I know that things are, you know, inspired or whatever. But, like, you should not be in the bishopric if you are on an active coaching staff at, at Brigham Young University. Mark Pope and Kalani yeah. Sataki are both in no, bishoprics. And you know what that is? I know Lance Reynolds was, Lance Reynolds was a student bishop. I, uh, I know Steve Kalfusi, he was in a bishopric. I used to see him all the time. Over, uh, he was in my stake. Overzealous stake presidents that just want the PR points of having a coach there. They just want to have meetings with them. And it's like, if you just want a meeting, just call them in for like a PPI or yeah, something. Yeah, man. Like, it is not fair to anybody. Who's that that just made that? Was that? That's Reno, but Reno has a... Was Reno? Oh yeah, was Reno yeah, on Team he's Royal? Wearing Will Latu's jersey. Will Latu? No, Latu. Latu. Wayne Latu is thirty-three. So I don't know who's. Is he wearing Colby Clausen's jersey? Who? I don't oh, know. Who, or, no, he put on Unga. Pick. Still can't get he, the ball. He put on. Zone, but what a pump! Play. Get it? Well, they're down at the seven-yard line. They got like thirty seconds. Devon's gonna get it right here. I don't think he's gonna get it. I don't. Will? Uh, I think he put on uh, Uwani Unga's jersey. Mm. There, because Latu's still there with the Reno jersey just, on, but we Reno, got it's a Brian Keel jersey right there. Is who that is? Reno uh, just does what see, he wants. We got. That's true. I love Reno. He just runs. What an incredible representative of BYU Reno Mahe is, and it's a shame that uh, he's off of Twitter because he was great on Twitter. But uh, once Twitter started kicking off, uh, you know, Trump fans, Reno was done. He he wasn't having any of that, but. Come back, Reno. He, he was come back. Come back, Reno. If we could, if you're on Parlor or whatever, maybe <laughs> that's on, a, if you want the Reno. Yeah, content. if you're on Truth, is that what it's called? Truth Social. I, I don't even know. My favorite thing about Truth Social. So that's Trump's social media campaign or media platform. Um. Oh, you've got him. Over to Reno. Reno. He he saw it and he picked it up. He had to get out there and yeah, go. That was good. The team Navy. Extends their lead right before the half. The K-Fed interception comes back to bite just, Team Royal. Right I, I, the ass. I think we are going to see Charlie or Charlie P 
old Chucky is going to come out. And I think, I mean, that was a good going. Th- Doman still going through his progressions, laying it in Yo, there. Oh, man. So you, know, you think Reno, Reno was die on die was on Jacobson. And so, yeah, Tio was a little soft on there and couldn't just couldn't keep up. Yeah. I love Reno, man. What a good guy. And there's another guy where it's, you know, the way he left BYU wasn't great, being let go. Even he, he kind of he had a tumultuous run, right? Like he was kicked out of school, came back, finished his career there, came back as a coach, was let go, still back in Provo, loves what BYU is doing. And there it is, finally made Jacobson at the back Brandon of the end zone. Brandon Doman, man. He looks like he could still play. Get this man on staff. He would never come back. I don't think he'd ever come back, which is a shame because he was so good as a recruiter. He was great as a recruiter. I think he realized, I mean, it's because he can, I think there was even a, he, in an interview, because he's coaching at PG high school or was right. And there was an interview, um, you know, there was an interview that he did where he kind of mentioned like, you know, did he consider like, do you go up to Weber state, whatever. And really just decided like, look, God of money. They do have like, he and his brothers have a business. He and his brothers live, uh, you know, kind of all on the same street. You know, he's by his family. And they, um, you know, and I think he just kind of realized, like, I don't want the coaching lifestyle. Like, it's – I and there's a lot of guys like that. I think we kind of saw that with Mike Empey, right, as an offensive line coach. Mike Empey was a fine offensive line coach. He went – he did the grind. He went. He was the head coach down at Snow, came up and coached under Croton, and then after the Croton staff was let go, he was just kind of like, uh, I don't want to do that again anymore. Like, I can make more money elsewhere, and I – it's a grind. I want to be around. My kids are getting to the age where they, I love coaching, but I'd rather coach my own kids. Cause that's more important to me. And so you kind of do that. And then you go and you come back and you know, once you see it, like he goes and he kind of got out of coaching and then when it all opened back up at BYU, then he was interested again. So I think there are a lot of guys that are like the idea of coaching at BYU, but are not, do not necessarily like the idea of being just a coach for the sake of being a coach. Which there's a lot of crap that you have to deal with when it comes to being. Fisher sure Will Snowden just called like, his own number. I mean, he's like, I'm in charge. Uh, it's a, give it to 15. Check it down to 15 down low. Hey man, whatever it takes, get Snowden's name up on that board, and then happen to show Smith Snowden. And if you're at the stadium, freak out. We need Smith Snowden in the class of 2020. Go find Smith and talk to him. Yeah, and if you gotta give him some cash. Give him some cash. Just don't get caught. Yeah, I'm talking about buying players. And if you do get caught, then you can use Give Him Hell Brigham and say that you are an official sponsor of the show, you are an affiliated employee, and this is an NIL deal. You can absolutely do yes, that. We are. In- Everybody has that blanket permission for him henceforth. If you are trying to buy a recruit and you get caught, we will vouch for you. Even if we don't know, we say yeah. yes when we're investigated. We are a, we will say yes every single time. This, the sole purpose of this is an, as an NIL collective. Yeah. Oh, Charlie Peterson oh. got the check. It's probably better that that was dropped. Yeah, I don't think, Lonnie wouldn't have gotten very uh, far with that one. No, he would not have. A little pep talk here. 
Becky P, come on. I got more in that arm. This is the last game, Chucky P. Like, what is what is Nuno telling him right now? What what miracle speech is he giving in the locker in the huddle right here? Of you got one shot, and nine out of ten times you might not be good enough to win this game. Nine out of ten times you might not be the starting quarterback at BYU. But Chucky, right here, one time, you got this. You got like two. You got two plays left. Oh, he's going sprint left, going back right across the field, trying to get it up to T.O., and Brian Keel misses the interception. Preston Hadley, you were waving your hands around like that was some great coverage, but if you can't hang with T.O. <laughs> when he's 20 years and 40 pounds heavier than you. 40? And that was, a, that was some, a little athletic play there from Brian Keel. What T.O. Uh, got a little tail hanging out of his pants for? I don't know. It was like an actual. Yeah, tiger that was tail. weird. Like there was some leopard print. This isn't flag football. I don't know what what that was. Like right out of the top of his crack too. Like I'm I'm actually a little bit a little bit weirded out by that. We have yet to see Kalani in this game. I feel like they will let Kalani score. You kind of have to, coach. right? Hail Mary. We're going for the hail Mary. Is. Depth is good. Into the end zone and onto the oh, ground. Shoot. So into halftime, the Navy team is taking a 19 to seven lead. I really thought that this was going to be around us. Like what? What would you, you put the line at this going into the game? And what is our what's our second half well, line? I think on it, this? it really comes down to is Team Royal committed to this every other possession quarterback change? Because if K Fed makes the move that says no. I'm not that guy. Chucky P is that guy, but I'm not that guy. And he takes himself out of the game in the name of the W. I kind of like Team Royal to make this close. But if we've got, you know, Captain Checkdown K-Fed coming back in every other possession, it's not going to happen. Team Navy, we know what we're going to get I... from Team Navy because Brandon Doman, Max Hall, they are both running an offense. So it's going to come down to quarterback play for Team Royal K-Fed's got to check himself out. He's not it. I say that with respect. But he's just, he's not there. Oh, we got QB1 on TV yeah. right now. QB1, I don't know why BYU is not strategically having these interviews in front of the recruits who are there. Like, get Tausili yeah, on like some screen time. Right, because you can't tell. Akana is not allowed to talk on right. the camera, right? That is correct. Well, actually, well, I don't. I mean, yeah, I guess it, because Jaron, Jerem Jordan is a uh, employee of BYU, so he can't out officially like talk and reach out to, uh, you know, reach out to Akana and get him on there. But yeah, you could have him in the background. You can, uh, you know, you can have all sorts of people right. on there and, and try to make it in there. Maybe you can talk to Will Snowden. You can ask him about his kid. Wait, if we have Will on, then can we talk to Smith Snowden? Because if Will is there and we're talking to Will because he's playing in the game and his own son happens to I be think, there and he introduces his I own think son. As long as you don't say the word Smith Snowden. As a as Jerem Jordan, and I think he could do it, right? 
Okay, I'm in this. I'm ready. I am too, man. Like, we it, it, it is BYU transitions to the Big Twelve and a Power Five conference. It's time to start bending the rules. I mean, I know that that's not going to be a popular answer, but that's the answer. Right. You. We got to start kind of. We got to start pushing the boundaries. Yeah. Like you are Lavelle dealing with the honor code office in 1992. I got into a right? conversation earlier this week with uh, a Utah fan who, you know, accused BYU of paying for, I think he was talking Colin Chandler specifically, but of buying their recruits, right? And I think he expected me to like try to defend BYU and say, no, 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 no. And one, I don't think BYU was funneling cash to this kid. But I said, that's the, that's the reason BYU is going to make it in a P5 conference and why Utah, as soon as USC figures out that they're USC again, Utah will never go back to the Rose Bowl because we're playing P5 ball. I hope BYU, now there is a legal way for BYU to tap into their riches and pay for players to come and play for BYU. If your school is not paying for players to come to your school, they are not serious about winning. With NIL and all the changes and all that stuff, you have to start paying for players. So, it's time to stop defending BYU and saying, no, 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 they would never pay for players. When that comes up, it's time to start saying, hell yeah, they bought Colin Chandler, and it's a half a billion dollar deal. He's going to get millions by coming to BYU. It's time to just embrace that as a, as a fan base. Yeah, as long as it's legal. Of course we're buying players, and we've got more smart people, more billionaires, more millionaires, and more dedication to our school, so we will continue to outbid you, Utah, for everybody. I feel good about that. That's my soapbox for all of you today. Um, It's time to start allowing BYU to pay for players. This has been funner than I thought it would be. Here we are in the the first half. Uh, it's it's been competitive. Like they're trying to win, which is kind of nice to see. Yeah, did they? I mean, we aren't listening to the actual game. We've just been talking here. Have they said how long this halftime? Uh, it was be? supposed to be five minutes, but I think we've surpassed that. So I don't know. Okay, so they're not. So we're doing the five minutes, and are they doing another two, like fifteen minutes? Because we're coming up, it's been an hour and 15 minutes, so they've actually been stopping the clock, you know? This is not some uh, fake fake business here. They've been stopping the clock and actually taking uh, care they, of this. They, they, gotta, they gotta speed this up a little bit. They have got to speed this up a bit, that's for sure. As, as it's halftime, should we try to go into, like, a little Manning cast situation uh, here? You can... Do we have anybody who wants to get on and say their piece as a guest on this? I mean, I'm all for it. If somebody wants to talk, feel free. Okay, if you post, this isn't like the stage where you can raise your hand, but you can comment in the Pulled Hammies thread if, uh, if, if you want to, if you want to come on as a guest to the Manning cat, to the Hellion cast, you know, then we'll welcome you here for a few minutes, especially at halftime when there's nothing going on. I don't know. We probably won't have any takers. I mean, I don't think anyone... I think a lot of people feel like, oh, it'd be fun to do that. And then once the push comes to shove, you know this is going out into the wild. It's kind of a... 
It's it's kind of is intimidating. Is that your way of saying that we're brave and courageous? We are. You know, it's it is 2022 and that means that the requirement for being brave or courageous is posting a widely accepted opinion on the internet and getting people to applaud you. That is the definition of bravery and courage in 2020. We just need the applause then. Yeah, we need the applause. And we're back. Oh, we're getting, we are back and we got Federick in oh, here again. Man. They're committed. So, this isn't going to end well. It, it is the same play every time. It's look right, look left, pump fake, try to get it. There's nothing deep and dump it to a tight end 10 yards down the field who's just kind of curled up and uh, just curled up underneath. Um, was, was T.O. good? I'm not old enough to remember T.O. And I haven't, like, gone back I mean, to watch he got drafted, I guess, but, like, what did he do when he was at BYU? The sincere question I don't know the answer to. I don't know either, Ngaway stats. Okay, Ben, with a pump, okay. with a pump. You're waiting too long. Oh, there we go. That, whoa, that's oh, Aleva Hevo just juked. He just juked him straight he just drooped wayne latu out of his jock um is that wayne latu is that who that was 33 yeah yeah that was uh so it takes a special move his stats juke somebody tavita's stats he uh was a freshman in 20 in 97 didn't record any stats 98, 19 catches, 264, and two touchdowns. 99, 21 catches, 284, two touchdowns. The senior year in 2000, 22 catches, 305 yards, no touchdowns. So I don't know. I mean, maybe he had a really good 40 time. Oh. Ooh. I kill wanted to level Eric Drage you know, right there, but Eric Drage is... Eric Drage... looks like he is every accountant in every movie that you've ever seen. He, he is one of us, okay? He's got the backwards hat on. He's got a yeah, goatee. Brian, he's got a gut. He kind of cut... He he didn't catch that with his hands. He caught that Brian, with his belly, just kind of trapped Brian it in Keel there. Looks, Eric Drage is looking... He's Eric Drage has turkey bull Brian vibes Keel right now. He like an athlete. And, uh, Eric Drage is out there looking like Louis C.K., kid running routes, and, and it was not pretty. That, yes, that I was trying to... Oh my gosh, that ball floated out there for a while, but it got there. It got to Spencer Neal. I gotta tell you that the Louis C.K. reference is probably the most accurate comparison of any two people I've ever made. Yeah, it is. Besides our comparison of Gordon Ramsay to Wichita yeah. State's mascot. And, and Eric Drage is a much better human being than Louis C.K. I mean, that's a pretty low bar. So, but he looks a lot like Louis C.K. without all of the sketchy masturbation stuff that Louis C.K. did. So, You know, Louis C.K., one of the most random things that I know is that he his last name is actually C.K., but he is Polish. And so he, but obviously being Polish, then it's, you know, hard to spell things. And so his last name is normally spelled S-Z-E-K-E-L-Y, but that's pronounced C-K in Polish, and so that's why he just went with the C-K. Yeah, well, you learned something new. And that is our fun fact of the day, and we will not give any more airtime to him because he's, he's a weird, yeah, he's a weird he's dude. Yeah, but he's funny, man. His stand-up, I don't care. Like, he's, he was a crappy person, but his stand-up was funny. And it's one of those things that's like R. Kelly – 
Remix to Ignition is still a bop, even though R. Kelly was a... Dude, that is a banger. Yeah. And so, like, you don't... I think we've got to start separating people's work from their disgustingness, because, yeah, I mean, I don't want to live in a world where Remix to Ignition doesn't exist. Really, what you got to do is you just need to pirate it, so that way you can still listen to it without giving any of them money. That's what needs to happen. We are now advocating for... Or let the... Or... or Yes, I'm advocating for piracy. Oh, we have a little glitch here on our... Uh, difficulties as Team Royal there we go. is marching. Um, we, you know, yeah, we're at... I'm advocating for piracy. Or what the label needs to do is just say, like, hey, we'll still put this on Spotify or whatever, but we're not going to pay royalties yeah, on it. Yeah, well, anymore. like, just have, like, a, a so it's like, clause. Like, we can still enjoy it, but you don't make any yeah, money off of it. Just a morality clause in all of their contracts that if you are convicted of anything... You know, above a certain bar, then you're done. Itua Mealy. He looks like he can yep. still play a little bit. Okay, so we can see the play sheet here. They're just running everybody over the middle. We got two slants and a and a deep slant behind them, and so I'm gonna guess that we're gonna look left. Federick's gonna look left to those three guys at the top, and then he's gonna come back and he's gonna either throw to Drage right over the middle, or Tio's gonna do a little curl on the backside, and that's where he's gonna go. Uh, this should be a sack, shouldn't it? Yep, they did call the sack. That was that took some time. So I guess they're saying four seconds is how long you get. Yeah, I, I know sack. that was what was in the rules, but like they did not stick to that a couple of times. Four seconds was like eight. Hey, Fed, you got to get the ball out quicker, man. Dude, and Eric Eric Drage, man, I think I just saw some undergut. I love it. I love seeing football players look like me. We need to get Eric on the show, and I don't know how, uh, I don't know what he's doing with his life now, but he is officially, he is graduated from football and is he one is. of us. See, now, at least he graduated. We just were one of us from the jump. He was a football it's player. It's true. He he got to play. Oh, don't like this. Okay, getting down to... Oh, come on, Mealy. You still got a hurdle left I in you. I take it back. Itua Mealy does not look like he can play. I mean, Atula's pretty old. I, mean, I guess he's the same age as everybody else here. They're all the same age. Maybe I wasn't looking at Atua Mealy because once he caught that ball in open field, he, he looked like an old football player, you know? I mean, he Atula Mealy uh, is turning 49 Man, next guys, week, or in two weeks. This is so, so much nostalgia, and it's almost sad to just see them all old. Like, they're not, like, too old. You know, they're not dead, but... Okay, a nice ca- that's Kalen Hall's first Ooh, touch of the game. for him. That's QB1's dad right there, folks. You gotta... And is... No, Jaren's, uh, what's the youngest brother? Kyson? He won't be back for a mission this year. He's next year. Right? Yeah. He's, a, I, I can't remember. I keep my yeah. ears straight of how many, but he's yeah. on a mission. Yeah, so the Hall legacy will continue after Jaren. And Kyson Hall can play, man. Wide receiver. He's good. I don't know if people realize how good he was because he only had a BYU offer. That was because everybody and their dog knew where he was going, so they didn't waste their time. But the guy can play. Yep, and that oh, was that was almost picked, picked off by Hadley. That was close. 
Defense got those those shoulder fakes though, man. And he's going through his progressions quick. He just isn't getting that ball out on time. He's gotta he's gotta speed up his arm. His head his head I mean, is still he moving like it's nineteen ninety eight, but his his body's just not keeping up with him. I think he has pump faked every single play that he has now, been here. Why would you not just like run a little bubble screen out here to a Levahifo? Right, or just Oh no, we fumbled it! How do you fumble it? There's nobody there. And Drage, Alani Fua with the breakup. He had Colby Pearson on the top. Like he could have just done. I think Alani Alani Fua uh, doesn't feel good right now, right? Like Good job, Alani. Look at Eric Drage. Eric Drage uh, is one of us. Like, you know how people joke about, like, oh, they need a normal guy at the Olympics so that way we can really appreciate it. Eric Drage looks like he's that guy right now. Like, did you see? Like, he just had his hands underhand, <laughs> like, just letting it come to him, trying to trap it against his chest. Eric Drage, like, he is like. Hey, Fed, man. Oh, oh yeah. we got a PI call on Preston Hadley. I like it. I like that call. Preston Hadley's looking jacked. He's taking this defensive end job seriously. Like, he's looking like a defensive end a little bit. Hell yeah, you got him on the hook. You could be mad about it, Preston, but uh, you, you were hooking him. That was, that was all you, man. You were hooking him. All right, Kevin Federline. Or Kevin Federline. Kevin Federick. It's time. It's time if he does not score. Uh, he's got four more plays from inside the three. If he does not score here, I don't want to see him. I want Chucky P. The rest of the game. And that's why, like it, you had Carlos Nuno over the over the top, or that was oh. need over the top. But they're gonna get another shot here because they just hit Ben Criddle with another pi. For mugging yeah, Chad Lewis. He, of course, of course, Criddle didn't touch him. Of course, Criddle didn't touch him. Yeah, he's saying that he got boxed out. Oh, Criddle's trying to say boxed out. No, he didn't get boxed Listen, out. Criddle, he's 20 years older than you, man. You get, you know, there's a handicap yeah. on these things. Jack DeMooney's not going to be able to move tomorrow. Oh, you got him. You got him. You have need at the top, oh, like T.O. And then T.O. drops he's, it. He's got, what did you see tail. though, Spencer? What is that tail, Spencer? I don't know, but Spencer need at the top of the screen was wide open too. Irrelevant. But he just Federick is not oh, looking. Federick, I mean, that was a Federick decent throw that right there. Right that was a good throw. Uh, it's like team tight end here with Team Royal. Well, it's team tight end trying to be tight end you and really. They've got really... Lewis, they've got T.O., they've got they got Mealy. They were all on the field at the same time. It's like they're running a 16 package. <laughs> Six to... 16. We got 110 personnel yeah, over is... here. <laughs> One quarterback yeah, and 10 tight ends. All right. Now you've got a lever. Give that ball to lever and let him do his thing. And just run that. Little dig out there. Okay, that was still. I mean, that's what they should have done like seven plays ago. Kobe Pearson with the touchdown. Kobe Pearson's the most underappreciated receiver we've had, right? Skylar Ridley's up there too. I mean, 
Skylar, who would you ta- who would you take between Skylar Ridley and Skylar Colby Ridley, Pearson? Man. Skylar Ridley, like if I'm running an NFL I remember team, I love Pearson because he's a better athlete, better you know prospect. Skylar Ridley, he was just he was that he was the Eric Drage of our time. Yeah, he. I mean, I guess I could see that he. I remember that spring ball where Skyler coming in 2013 when coming out of spring camp, uh, Skyler Ridley was above over Ross Oppo. Oh, nice catch there by Colby Pearson going up, getting that for the conversion. Um, I remember Skyler Ridley. It was a big deal because it was Ross Oppo's senior year and Skyler Ridley was over him on the depth chart. And everyone was like, who is this Skyler Ridley kid? What's going on here? Uh, and then what well, I think Ross Oppo only had one catch his entire senior year. Tyler Ridley? Kind of sad. Oh no, oh, yeah, Oppo. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have very much. Well he got hurt again too. I've been just talking for three quarters of flag football and I have not brought up Fred Warner's fiance. And you actually did talk about this before the game that you were going yeah, to. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Pro Football Focus tweeted out today that Devin Lloyd is a clone of Fred Warner. Now, there is some hilarity that the best defensive player maybe ever, right? At least since Morgan Scally, not Morgan Scally, uh, Eric Weddle, um, uh, Maybe you make a case Luther Ellis back in the day, but like Evan Lloyd is is up there among the best that uh, that Utah has ever had, and I think he's probably the best pro prospect that they ever had on the defensive side of the ball. And Pro Football Focus compared him to a BYU. Wait, player. you think? Yeah, uh, I mean he's we have Star. I, I think he was a better pro prospect than Star. I think he'll go higher in the draft than Star did. Star ended up going like 18, 19, something like that. I think that Devin Lloyd's like top 10 type type player. Like he's that good. And they're comparing him to a BYU player. So I, I have some Utah friends that were kind of laughing about that. They have some struggles with that. I said, look, don't compare him to Fred Warner. You can compare him to Sydney Hightower's fiance. If that makes you feel better... It's not Fred Warner. It's it's Sydney High Sydney Hightower's fiance. Sydney Hightower was on The Bachelor. She made it far on The Bachelor. She wasn't like a, the the round one and done on the first night. Like she was knocking on the door of hometowns. She made it to week six, and uh, then less than a year later, Fred Warner swoops her up. He's engaged. They just bought a house together. Did Max again pushing it deep, trying to hit Cody Hoffman, but Hoffman can't just get underneath it, covered by Micah Hanneman there. And the Hanneman was running with Hoffman step for step, and I don't Cody might be he he's feeling that one. Uh, I could tell he's he's gonna come tap out. He's looking a little bit tired. Uh if Cody Hoffman grew his hair out like Mahina or vice versa, they could be each other. They you think they I look think they similar? Look really similar. Or just their, especially on the football field, like the, just their build. But like, yeah, I think they look similar. Like Devin's like five inches taller, 
But other than that, they look really, really similar. Uh, fourth quarter, is that the end of the third quarter? Is that what's happening here? That's the end of the fourth quarter. We are in the home stretch. Very good. I'm going to take just a, not a break. I'm just taking a breather. I'm still here. We're still here. We got a, we're, are we going to a commercial break? Uh, no, I don't think we need to be that long. It's just if there's 30 seconds of silence, just hit fast forward if you're listening to the recording. If you're, if you're here with us live, go, go grab a quick can of soda real quick. It's been an hour and a half. We've been talking for an hour and a half straight, so. This. Oh, Elisa Tuyaki. On the interview, he could not play in the game. He was not an alumni. The where did he play? Did what SUU? Is that where I he ended up so, playing? Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for the fourth quarter. I got my fours up. You know, I sacrificed dinner for this live broadcast. Same, and I don't. Uh, I just looked and saw my my wife is on her way home from work. She got you know had to run in, had to go help run some Ooh. payroll today, and. Uh, they and I don't so I don't know. Let me check the old location. Oh, it's uh, looks like she's at my in laws' ha- house right now. Jeez. So who knows how long it's going to be? The kids were there. Grandma was watching the kids while we were both working today. Today, so who knows how long that'll be there? And it's Jeff. I know your dad was on this recording, so you can uh, he, he you can bailed, be honest so here. We can, we can be how, honest. Yeah, he bailed. Okay, so. Have you and in I've seen TikToks about this. Have you and your wife ever like taken your kids over to go see grandma and grandpa and then just been like, oh, uh, I got to go get something in the car and then just left? No, no, never, never quite like that. <laughs> Not no. that blatant. No, but that's funny. We have we have taken yeah, I, I've seen taken the... our kids over to parents house to say, hey, we're going on a date. And then that date is turn around and just come home and take a nap. We've done that. Mm-hmm. Take a nap. Oh, taking a nap. Uh, <laughs> the who is that number twenty four there? I can't. Um, I'm trying to find a copy of the roster yeah. because there were a couple of players that just showed up that I didn't know they were. Oh, that was Algie Brown. No, he was even playing. I didn't either. Um, we still have Doman in here. Oh no, that's Max. Max throwing the deep out. I mean, he just missed a little high, but, you know, and Jack DeMooney playing, tight, playing tighter coverage on Mitch Matthews uh, than I expected. It's time to age. start talking about Raider DeMooney, ladies and gentlemen. He's not going to be here for the 2022 season, but uh, he's getting close. When he comes back for 2023, Raider, man, uh, don't forget how freaking good he is. He, he's gonna. He's got the <laughs> ability... Obviously, a lot of things still got to like fall into place for him, but he's got the ability to 
to go down as a legendary tight end. Like he has the uh, tight end safety, like a, an absolute legend at the position. He has all the talent necessary. The, this is fourth down, and he was he wasn't quite highly, Ooh. and he got it going to Cody Hoffman over the middle. Um, you know he wasn't quite highly as recruited as Logan Fano was. But he was also committed. He, like yeah. there was that that like he he entertained. Some yeah, people, he just but he was committed to BYU, and his dad was on staff. So for him to rack in as as many offers as he did, I want to I want to point out. As we have the 22 schedule up here, it's versus Utah Tech, but the logo still says Dixie yeah, State Trailblazers. The logo yet, but we're all being woke. They uh, haven't. Well, no, not an updated one because the official change didn't happen until like this semester or something. Like I think it might still oh, so be it's... Dixie Dixie State for a little bit longer. Oh, I think it is. Harvey? Oh, Harvey. Uh, that ball, yeah, he's gonna say that was behind him, but that should have been caught. Yeah, that should have been caught. So oh, the, it it hasn't changed yet. You're right. So even when they just announced their new athletic director, and it still says Dixie State University. Uh, Chris Brooks is getting some camera time here with with Spencer Litton. Um, I listened to an interview with him. We got to find a way to get him on the show somehow. Uh, but I listened to an interview with him, and what a well spoken kid! Like that dude. He's also built well, like he a is, tank. but like that dude is going to be a CEO of something. I don't know what he's going to make so much more money. Even if he goes to the NFL and has a great career, he is going to make so much more money in his professional career as, as a, in business than he will playing football because that dude is smart. That dude exudes leadership, confidence, all those things. Chris Brooks, I'm calling it now. He is going to be a very rich man because of what he does off the field. Even if he is rich on the field, he's gonna because of what he did on the field. He'll be richer off the field. But, but Jeff, he didn't go to Stanford, and you have to you can't pass up the Stanford education and all the doors that will open for you after your football career is over. Ooh, there it is, and there it is, Devon Blackman. He finally, finally he, gets into he, he the knows. end zone. A dart he knows from this Max is the first Great one. throw. I know it is a truly a damn shame that it took this long. And look, you see on the bottom, you see Fahu just pointing, and oh man, he just straight up burned past Gennaro. You know, I don't what I know. Devon, he's involved with Cougar to Connect. He's kind of their co-host there, doing a lot of things, interviewing players. Um, and working on some NIL stuff. I don't know what he is working, like what he does for work outside. Uh, I don't know either. I don't know either. I mean, I'm not, I'm not as, I'll stock, I'll stock them before they're BYU players. Like I'll know their social media habits, but I'm not, not real one for, you know, checking out LinkedIn afterwards very much. Not as much as you'd think. The and they're oh with the pump fake going looking back right over the middle and Cody Hoffman drops the ball a little behind him. Way should have got it. So it's this is about one more score from getting out of reach. I think the with the kind of running clock that they're doing here, um there it's an eleven point game, twenty five to fourteen, Navy's on top. We oh that wasn't a conversion. Or no, was that? Oh, that was. They're just yes it was. The 
I can't keep um and so they've got you know I think the royal team they've got to get a score right here to really come back and get in this otherwise Navy's just going to be able to drain this uh they got to they got to get Chucky P back in the game get K fed the hell out of here get Chucky P in they got to go deep their only chance they got to put Leva in the game they got to put Pearson in the game and run them out wide and just say go beat beat Preston Hadley That's it. If they don't do that, it's going to be tough. Yeah, and it's they have some talent there. It's just it really Federick can't get the ball downfield. <laughs> Devon Blackman got his inhaler. <laughs> um, but that was a good. I mean, that was not great coverage between Hanneman and Guilford on there. That was not Two great coverage. No better for Devon. Devon Blackman says he's going to. You got eleven Heifel wide open. Oh, and the cutback! I'm telling you. Oh, they should have let the that only way. go. Just get the ball to Leva. Like he's the he is the most in shape and quickest person on the field on either team. And, and they got Chucky yeah. back in there. Get rid of K-Fed, man. Just dropping bombs. The pride of Bingham High. You know, when Eleva was being recruited, I remember he was he was a two star guy that nobody was really talking about, and they had no idea what he would be, the coaching staff at the time. And I remember talking to a coach, and what they said about Aleva was just, we don't care what he is. He's just a football player. Just bring him in. He's a football player. So if you guys remember, he started out on defense, kind of went back and forth for a minute. They had no idea what Leva was going to be. They just knew he's a ball player. Let's go get a ball player. And and here we are all these yeah. years later. The and and even then, I mean, his the first play of his college career was a pick six against Utah. So it was, I guess not the the first play. That was week two. But he played against Arizona, and then he started against Utah his freshman year in 2016. Um, so I think, you know, Hifo, he really was, you know, just from the get go, they said, hey, this kid can play, and he's. I kind of felt like he's just very he's twitchy, but it's like he's just a little too small. And he's not quite it's a fast enough, brother Lamb right? So it's, he's one of those guys catch in the back of the end zone a, in a good throw. And I, it's you know, brother, brother Federick is you got to stick with, with you got to stick with Peterson K- if you K- want to come back and win this. K Fed ain't it. Uh, we, the, we have, a, um, and that was a pretty athletic grab from Brother Lamb there. Brendan, who posted in our, our our live chat that's also going on, he might have solved the mystery of Tio's tail. Is Tio? T.O. Okay. I do. I sure hope not. I think he might be. Why else would he have a tail? Uh, but Brendan also said that his wife thinks Chris Brooks is hot, and just to throw that in is another reason oh, why Brendan. he is going to be rich. Uh, Houston Haymooley posted a TikTok a few weeks ago. It was pretty funny, actually. But Chris Brooks is shirtless, so you know, just. Do with that what you will. So I, this is interesting. I guess it doesn't really matter because there's no field goals right. in this, right? I mean, well, no, there is a kicker. They have yeah, kickers like, and punters. He had Rhett Allman and Johnny Linehan, but I don't know what, that, what the hell that means. But there's six and a half minutes left. We got Navy up by four, and it looks like they're coming out. I think it's going to come down to one. We're going to have one last you know, score here, and I think they can, they can go... 
here, and it looks like they're sticking with Doman. Um, so they've still been switching off, but really just top to bottom, the quarterback play has, I think, has been better. I guess it's even, even though we're saying it's a, it's only a one score game, but the quarterback play has been a lot better from the Navy team overall, other than a couple big plays here by Royal. But I think Aleva Hifo, I mean, he's what he's like five ten, right? Like buck eighty five, maybe. Uh, yeah, like that's that probably like, close. Five nine, five ten, buck ninety. So it's he's pretty shifty, but it's like if he was six two, he'd probably have got like he'd probably get drafted in stake. If he was just a little bit faster, like he's shifty but not he's quick but not fast. And it's like he's just that guy where he on every measurable, he is just like a touch below, right? Like there's not one thing that he does better than everybody else to make up for being right on the edge yeah. of everything. Yeah, I think that's fair. We need to turn over here by Team Royal. I, what is, I mean, he did run a four four one, though. I lied, actually. I take that back. He's he is fast. <laughs> he ran a uh, he ran a four four one. It was a pro day four four one. Pro day. Yeah, we know what pro day four four one. Yeah, so realistically, really that's a four five two. Yeah, but the uh, so it's. I mean, he could be a guy that, I mean, maybe he could pop down, play in the USFL. I think he could find a, a career. I just, does he want to do that? What's going on with the logo, though, that it's, oh, I see. There is a white outline from Cougar to you. There, there's a royal outline. It's just not very pronounced. I see what's oh, going on yeah. there. Because it was like, they, I don't know what they were thinking. They needed a little bit more. Maybe it's just practice. I, I think that's a sign, though. I think this gotta be I think going something. Oh, I remember this Harvey Younger play. I was at this game. Harvey Younger, man. You know, Harvey. I loved Harvey when I was in high school. Harvey Younger. He was so good. Harvey Younger. AJ Stewart once told me that Luve Hilu. He when when he watched Luve Hilu, who's going to be on the roster this year. When AJ Stewart watched Luve Hilu, he said. Oh, that is that's Harvey Younga. That's who he compared who uh, Luve to. That is, he moved like Harvey. He Have played we... like Harvey. AJ Stewart firmly believed that Luve Hilu would end up being like Harvey Younga. Is Luve going to play offense? Well, he came home. Well, or is he going to get? He's, he's, he gonna yet. he's got like six, eight weeks, something like that left. But he's like six three now. So I don't know if he's going to have a chance to be Harvey Younger because he's so much bigger and he's long. He just doesn't look like a running back. He looks like an outside linebacker, and he could be a damn good offensive or linebacker. He could be yeah. offensive end, too, at that size, depending on what the weight does. Uh, Luve Hilu's going to turn some heads. Like He was more highly recruited than his offer list showed. Uh, there were a lot of schools that wanted Luve Hilu to come play for them. I loved his tape. I just want to point out that McKay Jacobson appears to be wearing a mouthpiece in a one-hand. Oh, picked game. up by Colby. Big, Colby big, Pearson big. in the end zone. That's a that's a game changer. Here it is. That is a game changer. We have a potential here to go down. So you got to get. You need to bring out all the big guns on the outside. So you need what they need to do here is they need to get Pearson and Hefo on Hefo on this the is, same this side. This is a huge moment and, for Coach K Fed. It's his drive. What's he going to do? He needs to hand the keys. He's got to hand the keys over. Oh, to but Chucky. he's not. 
Apet is playing. Apet is going to keep himself in the game. But with 2.30 left to play, maybe that's okay. Maybe the dink and dunk check down is what they need. Go back to the 16 personnel with all the tight ends. Brandon Doman, man, that is that was as bad as running a QB sneak when, when you should have been kneeling it. This game was over. Oh my gosh. And Feder what come on, man. That was uh, we gotta get we gotta get K Fed. Oh, and we even got I just heard Dave McCann out here. He just I I have the volume turned on to like one percent. And that was straight up and McCann just said, if I'm the head coach, I'm putting it's gotta Peterson be Chucky in. P. Oh, and now we're now Chucky P's getting camera time. Everybody knows there's Louis C.K. A.K.A. Eric Drage. This is this is intense. You can't, and the clock is ticking. You the gotta clock stops after two minutes. Running clock up to okay. two minutes. Just run those crossing grounds. You can't throw it to the sideline. Ooh. He just he doesn't have any I faith don't have in any his faith arm. In his arm. I want one of those jerseys. You know, it's not. Like, I mean, dude, you were, Kevin, There's this is no offense to you, right? Like, you were a, you were a Davey O'Brien finalist. old, man. Okay, you were, like, no one can doubt, like, you played professional football. Nobody doubts that you were a good quarterback. But your body Ooh, is not what it used to be. And you're struggling to get the ball to a slow linebacker who is now playing running back who is 12 yards away from you, right? Like, I don't think I could do any better. It's happening. But it's here, and uh, has he thrown any of the touchdowns, or has Peterson thrown all three? So it doesn't matter anymore. There's a minute, 33 seconds left. 133 on the clock. Uh, we don't have, I haven't even been paying down to the yardage. It, they, it said first and yeah, 10, but they weren't updating the other ones. They're about on the, the 40-yard line. They're about. So they got, they got a ways to go. There's no field goals. Field goal doesn't help anyway. I just, I don't think, just, oh, they're running, uh, they're running the classic play from NCAA. They're going trips. They're going, uh, I don't even remember what they call it, but the play that they just had up, they're running a Griffiths on a drag, and they got Hefo and Pearson. Hefo's going to run a post. Pearson's going to run a fade, and they got T.O. going over the middle. But I don't – it doesn't matter because Frederick oh, can't throw that far. So it doesn't matter that you're sending but the guys deep because he can't throw that far. It makes sense, man, because like they can't give the ball back to Max with any time left because that Royal secondary, man, they're they're tired. They can't keep up with them. They're tired, but it's I was so what are they gonna go? They're at the forty-five yard line. So are they are they gonna put Peterson in after this one? They go okay, down, so got right the first down, they're right at midfield the of the line. Okay, one one minute left. They're running the they're running the no huddle here. They've stopped talking. Oh they changed their mind on the no huddle. They have they got, they got plenty of they time. just called Even the timeout. All right, Fetrick. This is it. This is the biggest moment of his BYU career. The clock started to run again. Oh, he got it. He hits the deep out, and he gets a first down. So the moving chains are 40 yards out. I mean, they're stopping the clock to move the chains. 
But oh no, they spotted already. So the clock is oh they, they spiked, spiked it. it. Okay, so we got second and ten on the forty yard line. I think this is where you got to make the move. Okay, you're it's thirty eight seconds left. You're not worried about time here. You got to pull the plug and you got to move. K-Fed didn't pump fake the spike. <laughs> That's the only play he hasn't. I mean, the camera cut late, so for all we know, he may have actually there. done it. It could have been there. This is a big moment. If Team Royal pulls this out, this is the upset of of the year. It's the upset of the year. It's like, I mean, what do you got? Bigger deal pulling this out. KFET leading a game-winning drive or Stetson Bennett leading Georgia to a national championship? kind of right there. Oh, get out of bounds. Another one out of bounds. So they're going to have third and one at the 30. They got 30 seconds. I mean, I guess if they're going to play soft, you keep getting those 10-yard, keep oh, hitting that 10-yard out so right at the sticks. Can then he throw the ball 30 the, yards the clock down is the field? He needs another 10-yard out. No. He need, I think he needs two more because I don't oh, think he can throw more than 15. Uh, KFED's two not more. in his head in the huddle. Will Snowden's calling plays, and whatever this play is, KFED likes it. So do you think that Peterson is used to this because he sat behind Federick and felt like he could maybe do better? He is he used Ooh, to this? little dick and dunk. Okay. Kyle Griffiths gets gets him down to the 22. I don't like a spike. You got, oh, you only have one timeout. They took a timeout. 22 seconds left. Ball's at the 20-ish yard line, 21. They're in position. They are in position to pull off this upset and in a way this is this is what we all really want a close competitive game where ultimately lavelle and and kalani and royal blue eat out bronco and navy blue that's the best possible outcome all due respect to bronco and all of you bronco fans he's great he's part of byu football lore he is not lavelle and kalani's our guy now and bronco left us so i don't want his his guys to win this game they fed over the middle the oh is, it's kai it's at the five time. yard line okay so this is he's gonna spike it with 12 seconds left that was a that was a, that you was got a dot it. that he put into coverage that was, I think that was exactly as far <laughs> as it can go. There was some mustard on that, though. Now, notice, here we are, crunch time. They got two plays. They got two shots at the end zone. Uh, Itua Mili, Tavito Fungawe, Chad Lewis. Those guys are all on the sideline. It's the young guns who are in there right now. It's Levahifo, Kavika Fanua, uh... Obi Pearson. KFED leading the way. What are they? Oh, you had him. You had him. Oh! And Eleva Hefo catches it. What a comeback. It is. There is eight seconds left in this game, and Max Hall can throw this ball far enough. And he has Mitch Matthews. Is Mitch Matthews going to repeat? Is is Mitch Matthews going to repeat the miracle at Memorial? Uh, if if Navy doesn't pull out a win, 
I think that I think the Criddle has to get off the air. I, I think that, and I love you, Criddle. You know I love you. I go on your show all the time. I think you're great. But if you are on a team that loses to these old men with no knees, you can't be on the radio. Now, I don't know what the two-point conversion rules are. I mean, I don't know what the benefit is because maybe they are kicking field goals. I don't know. We're kind of like seeing these rules made up as they as we go along. Oh, oh Kalani is on the field. What, what's happening? Give him the ball. Oh, they're doing a shovel. <laughs> and Kalani takes a he knee at the five-yard line. He didn't want that interception. He, you can't, he can't risk. That's the good coaching decision. You don't want to risk fumbling the ball and having a scoop and score the other way and giving up two points to tie the game. That is a smart, high football IQ play by our head coach. Completion in the box score, but it was a two-point conversion, so it doesn't matter that he didn't gain any yards anyway. He, he looks like he had a catch. He looks like he played. Max Hall's just got to chuck it deep. He's got no choice. There's eight seconds. Or is he going to try to, he's going to try to hit a deep out to get about 12 yards out of, go on a little, get a little closer and try to hit it with two, one to two seconds left. But they got to go. We got, well, there's too many fans, too many people on the field. You got to give them a little extra time to get off the field. They're old. AV does have timeouts. Like they're not, three timeouts doesn't really matter at this point. They're not going to get to all three. They got. They can do one, good, but they're gonna they have, have to be, be very judicious of how. Like Max has to yeah. get rid of it quick. Yeah, this is uh, this is a tough situation. But uh, Max Hall and Austin Collie proved once that magic happens when you're living right. There it is. They have like thirty yards of cushion. One, two, go. three, four. Catch it, down, timeout. Okay, so that went exactly according to plan. Max had his internal clock there. He counted it off. That, hey, we're going to get down. They picked up a good amount of room in four seconds. Right, I think they're close to midfield. They are in distance where... Max can get to the end zone from here. Max can, yeah. Max can get to the end zone. Mitch Matthews is going to be targeted. They're at the... So they're at the 40... Four yard line. So Max has to throw this ball fifty five yards in the air to get it to the end zone. Now, who? He's already put it there once. If you got Team Royal, I want somebody like To or Kalani, one of these big bodied dudes, to be able to go get Mitch Matthews up in the air. Uh, One thing I could say for and I mean, looking at this, Max is going to put more heat on the throw than Tanner Mangum did. I was going to just say the exact same thing. Without question. This is it. Uh, But how how long are we giving them here? This has been like a 40-second play clock times 10. I mean, they are. There's 15 seconds left. Are they going to use another timeout to make sure they're really good on this? Because they got – there's 10 seconds. Uh, With as much as he's been flying around the field, I'd probably put Joe Sampson in somewhere right now too. Like Joe Sampson's looking like he still moves, you know. Some of these other guys, 
Yeah, I mean, he had the interception. He. Oh, they're going. They're going to try to do something sneaky and get like a quick five yards to. No, they can't with three seconds left. I'll start. I don't think they care. Here we go. Out of the goal line. He was passed. He's down the line. Okay. Oh, and he caught it. Thank you. Caught it. Navy wins. He was past the line of scrimmage. Throw the flag. It was a false start. He was past the line of scrimmage. It doesn't matter in the old man game. What a finish. Max has a damn cannon. The line of scrimmage. It doesn't matter. Hey, that was deep. He was like almost to the end line. Okay. He was almost to the end line. That would have cleared the end zone. Even if he threw that behind the line of scrimmage. Hoffman and Hall. Dude, I mean, Hoffman and Keel both had that. Keel just posts up right in front of Ed Lamb. Yeah, that was some really bad Hail Mary defense there. There were four Navy shirts that could have caught that ball. That was... Wow. This, you know, Jeff, I doubted this. First. I was like, oh, this might be kind of hokey, whatever. But this has been wow. a lot more fun that, that than I expected fun. it to be. Especially when we got two scores in under 30 seconds. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. This is rigged. Royal is the winner. Team Navy, not my winner. Team Navy. <laughs> I, I mean, I think you got to give it. You got to give it to them. No, no, but at least Criddle, it's an official win for Team Navy. Criddle gets to stay on the air. But uh, this, this was rigged. Pretty cool stuff, Garrett. This is fun, man. We might have to do this uh, for some of these games later on this year. Yeah, we might have to. This was, I really think this was a cool idea. I think it is kind of lame how coaches are so paranoid. Yeah. About, so paranoid about not putting any film out there. But this was an awesome way to bring guys back. Guys who were a little separated from the program, haven't been around for a while, get to come back. They get, to, I mean, they're having fun. They're all smiles. They're happy to be back with their guys and, you know, their buddies and, and seeing them. Maybe a lot of them they haven't seen in a while. Get to strap it up a couple more times, you know, strap it up a little bit more than just the turkey bowl for their ward every year with the Elders Corps. Max Hall or uh, Brian Keel with the line of magic happens. The magic does happen. He, he played in that game. And so. You know, I do. I think we will have to try this. I don't know if I can do this for four hours though, because we're not. This is not like a normal commentary. Like we're not given as much of the play-by-play. This was no play-by-play, all color. Right? <laughs> that was was there. This was all color. We were not even pretending to. I mean, we talk a little bit just when something happened, but it was. You don't need play-by-play, right? This is like the Manny Cash. Right? You don't the need game. the play-by-play because you're watching the game. You can see what happens. That was fun. So wait, whoa, whoa, Kevin Federick's chain has KF on it. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? He's wearing... Hey, Fed. No, I didn't Did see, you see it. He's wearing <laughs> official KFET memorabilia. Oh, he's, he's still, he is Charlie Sheen, man. 
I love it. The fans have rushed the field. It is a walk-off game for Max Hall. You know, the winningest quarterback in BYU history has one more to his cap. He embraces Max Hall because Max Hall just confessed that he knows he cheated to get this win. We love you, Max, but this, this, this has an asterisk next to it. There is no question. No, no asterisk here. No asterisks here. A stupid word, asterisk. Oh. <laughs> I know. Where did that even come from? Jeff, it is, we've been going for literally for like two hours and 20 minutes here of you and I just talking about nothing. We've managed to entertain 20 some odd people and we'll, we'll get this recorded, put up. If you want to rewatch it, tell your friends. I think this has been a good taste of the, the give them hell, bring them experience. And I mean, that was, that was accurate too. Like that didn't sail on him. There was, they didn't taper yeah, off. That it was, was a false dead. Start across the line dead of scrimmage. On. I mean, this, this is all, this is all just a scrimmage. This is rigged. We are writing a letter to somebody, yeah. but that man, uh, he got that ball downfield. I really, that was a hell of a lot. You know, Tanner Magumson. That was a, he had a, at 40 years old, he had a hell of a lot more mustard on that than Mangum did in way yeah. back in 2015 at the age of 22. Yeah. Jeff, this has been great. Uh, we'll wrap up. I think this is, this will be our episode for the week. Um, we do have tomorrow. We will have a bonus episode. If you are happen to be listening to this tonight on Thursday, we are recording early tomorrow morning um, with Andre, who is a member of the church from Kharkiv. Uh, Ukraine, who has been doing wonderful things. He's he's up to like 20,000 Instagram followers now because he's just been going out in the middle of a war zone, bombs shooting in the background and finding things, giving supplies to like old babushki and who can't go out and buy groceries and stuff for themselves. So we're, we're going to talk to Andre in the morning. Um, it's going to be awesome. And Jeff, until next week or until next time, yeah. let's give him hell.